welcome to Confessions of a Cleaning Business Owner. This is a series of podcasts where we talk about what really goes on behind the scenes in running a cleaning business. You will learn what works and what doesn't in running a cleaning business and speed up your growth journey by learning from our mistakes. I'm Louise. And I'm Diane. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why the demand for cleaners has shot through the roof. So we know that cleaning demand post-pandemic has gone up 400%. Wow. Have you felt it in your business? Probably 500%. Yes, completely. We've been... We've never been so busy with inquiries. We've never had a waiting list so big. We've never had people wait, staying on our waiting list so long. People ringing us back after four weeks and going, have you got anybody yet? It's madness. I've got 100 people on my waiting list and they have waited four months and they are prepared to wait for us. And I would never in 10 years have I had anything like this. So what we're going to investigate today, I'm going to give you some facts hopefully they're facts, um, we're going to discuss them um, and, and let's see what we think about some of these. So um, we're going to look at why the demand has risen. So some of, the, some of these are uh, applicable to the wider economy, but my first one, there has been a rise in disposable income. More women are now in the workplace and cleaning is the most cost-effective task to outsource. According to this article, in 2020, the average UK cleaner was £15.20 an hour. um, And that is in comparison to a gardener or electrician, which can be up to £40 an hour. So what we're saying is cleaning is really cost effective to outsource. Thoughts on that? Yeah, it's it's not something I've I've really sort of connected with, but you're absolutely right. And, And we're all so busy that and if you can outsource one thing, what is the cheapest thing you can outsource? And actually, it's probably the one thing that most of us don't or most householders don't like doing as well. You look at the rise. So I use Gusto boxes, which deliver your food in a box because I don't have time to plan my meals. I don't have time to do the shopping. I don't have time for all of these things. So I literally outsource my life, my food. But cleaning is the cheapest next thing to outsource. What else can you outsource? So it's the cheapest and potentially the most hated task as well. Yes. And one of the things I have noticed as well is, and I hadn't sort of made the connection again, is that a lot of men and women, you know, partners now kind of make the decisions around the housework together. So I think, you know, with a lot more women going into the workplace, that means that, you know, and I think it's a generational thing, isn't it? I think that probably people 50 and under are more likely to be sharing the housework right now. So are men driving the need for cleaners as well? Because they don't want to give up their weekends. Do you know, I see this. A lot of men are very open because they're saying, you know, I don't want to put this pressure on my wife. They are really open. They're the ones that are pushing to yeah. get the cleaner. Actually, it's the woman that quite often gives us the instructions, but it is the men saying, you know, you're at breaking point. Let me get you a cleaner. Absolutely. Because the alternative is they have to step in and help. <laughs> and they are the quickest to outsource. Absolutely. <laughs> saying that, a lot of men do do the cleaning now. Of course so, they do. Yeah. So, so yes, part of the rise is that actually cleaning is really cheap. And that brings me on to my next one. The average price in the UK is far below most EU countries, making cleaners really great value for money. So it's actually cheaper in the UK to have a cleaner than it is in Paris. Wow. Quite a lot cheaper to do a lot of things in, in the UK than it is in Paris. Um, so that's driving it up as well. One thing that really drove the prices down, so this isn't all about price, but in 2015, 
I think we saw this, we were in the industry in 2015, there were a lot of technology companies, and I'm going to mention Amazon here because they broke into the markets, but there were plenty more, and they had big backers, big financial backers, and they were able to reduce the prices down to £10 an hour. Um, that's now faded out quite a lot, but what we saw was a lot of these apps um, now they really haven't worked out and a lot of the big guys got out of the market quite quickly because what they found is they could not deliver the quality of cleaning that your one-man bands, that the smaller companies could, but they really pushed down price expectations because they marketed heavily to the industry saying you can have a cleaner for £10 an hour, it is affordable to everyone. Now in reality they couldn't deliver it, but um, what, did, what did you see when you... Yeah, I remember people talking about it and, and being quite frightened, actually, that, whoa, this, these big tech companies are coming in and basically going, you can order a cleaner like a pizza almost, weren't they? Um, and I think maybe the, real, the reality of that is actually the homeowner actually doesn't want to order a cleaner like a pizza. They actually want, you know, they realise that they're giving their house keys and their alarm codes and their holiday dates to <laughs> the person that they're that they're inviting in to, to do the cleaning so I think it didn't work because they misunderstood the relationship um but also the price point it was so subsidized wasn't it that these businesses even if they could have persuaded the general public that that was the way to have a cleaner they couldn't have made a profit but they did they persuaded the general public that actually this should be attainable to everyone and, oh yes and so that's actually made quite a big difference nobody thinks well i shouldn't have a cleaner i can't afford it they really believe that they can afford it that's interesting actually because yeah they, if they've made it everybody feel like they should have a cleaner and they can afford a cleaner that's in the long term increased the demand even if they didn't manage to keep the pricing down it certainly yeah it must have increased the demand yeah you look quite shocked on some of these points yeah, it's interesting <laughs> okay uh, next point then free time is now more valuable and, and I think we see this particularly coming out of post-pandemic. We were all locked in our houses for, you know, for some people it was two years of being locked up. We were virtually imprisoned in our houses. People want to get out. They really value that time. They want to be with their family. They had it taken away. And so this free time matters. Um, who wants to spend their Saturday morning cleaning? No, absolutely. Yeah. Saturday mornings, catching up on the housework, Sunday evenings, doing the ironing. Nobody wants to do that anymore because even if, if um, some of them are still working from home, so they're still kind of cooped up. So it's even more important when they're not working to be out of the house. I do. They just don't want to be there anymore, do they? And, and maybe there's an element of because they've been stuck in the house as well, they actually want the house to be as nice as possible. So it's a sort of two phase thing. Isn't it? Yeah, you're coming on to my next point. But um, yes, so I think that's one of my next ones is more households now are working from home. And actually, I'm going to talk about the stats on this that we are seeing. So I would say pre pandemic, I probably had about 30% 30 of my customers worked from home. There were some elderly people at home as well, but about 30% of my younger families work from home. We're now up, even now where people are going back to the office, I'm still at about 60, 70% are working from home. Um, how are you finding it? Yeah, we're exactly the same. I'd probably say 60% um, of, of clients that are working from home that, or, or at home anyway because they're elderly like you said yeah, but yeah really it's definitely always. I would say it's definitely doubled yeah it's changing again but it's, it's at the moment it was still got a lot of people working from home but even those where it is changing what I'm finding is they're going back into the office three days a week they're spending two at home and actually they're booking us on the days when they're at home 
So yeah, see, we, we find that they book us when they're at the office. <laughs> maybe they, they like, like to, us. I think they like. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah, no, I think they just like to come home to the house being done. So yeah. Yeah. Some some avoid us. They want to pretend that their house gets cleaned by fairies, and I'm up for that. So. <laughs> Um, perfect. So another stat that you are going to like, 40% of 25 to 34 year olds have or are looking for a cleaner. Wow. That's a big stat, isn't it? Because that's definitely a generation shift, isn't it? Massive. And maybe it's linked to the gusto thing, isn't it? And the convenience and people leasing cars and, and just wanting the convenient way of living. Well, also, I think there's a part of it where in your career now, it, you specialise in whatever you do. So you are no longer an engineer. You're a roller coaster engineer and you are so specialised. And I think in life, in our careers, we get more and more specialised. We don't have the range of skills. They're not expected to have the range of skills. So and they grew up quite often not having to do cleaning. A lot of them don't see that they should. No. And I suppose we've got a generation now that didn't grow up with stay at home mums, for instance, they grew up with working mums, certainly my children did. I, oh, by the way, I want to be a roller coaster engineer. Can I just go back now and be a roller coaster engineer? Because that sounds really cool. <laughs> That's not a job I have, but it sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> but you know, I do. I think there's a generational shift there as well, isn't there? That why should I do the cleaning at the weekend? I work hard all week. I don't want to do that. Yeah. The question is, what's the other 60%? If 40% are getting cleaners in, what are the other 60% doing? Well, hopefully some of them are providing the cleaning. <laughs> Probably living in squalor. If I know if I know some of my friends are a bit, a bit younger, I'm out of that age bracket now. But, um, but yes, some of it's just not getting done. And I think when they have children, they suddenly go, oh, what am I going to do? So, um, okay, your next one. So Brexit. Brexit has hit us hard. The constant flow of staff um, has now it, it's removed the competition for staff in low skilled jobs is even higher. So, you know, the reality is we weren't just recruiting cleaners. Quite often we were recruiting people that were prepared to clean, but could do a range of jobs such as packing, such as cleaning. They could serve on checkouts and they're gone. Yeah, I agree. I think what Brexit's done is it's made us compete, not just within our own industry, but with every other technically unskilled industry out there. So hospitality, hotels, care, you know, we are competing now with them. I mean, you know, we're taking staff from them, of course, as well, but vice versa, which I've not seen happen previous to, to the pandemic and Brexit. I think there's a combination of the two together has been a perfect storm, as they say. And if you don't offer the perfect job, they can leave you in a heartbeat. Of course. They, and that's happening across every industry. You're finding it in the higher skills, your IT industry. But, you know, if they don't like our hours, <laughs> well, guess what? They've got a new job tomorrow. And that's, it's really putting a lot of pressure on us as, as business owners that you have to not just deliver the perfect clean for our customers. We now have to deliver the perfect work environment for our staff. Absolutely. We just have to be recruiting all the time right now. But, yeah, recruiting, but but equally keeping, retaining. Yes. Retaining is the yes. single most important How thing. How nice can we possibly be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, create the perfect work environment. And what you're finding is if the customers aren't lovely customers and the cleaners are saying, oh, I'm not so keen, they're a bit rude to me, we don't have the option anymore. We're having to say we can't serve you anymore because if the cleaners, they are calling the shots a lot more for us now, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. So, so... Any more? What are your reasons? What else do you think are the reasons that the demand has gone up? Have you got any more to add? Put you on the spot there. 
<laughs> I, I, I think it's just a, a, such a combination of things at the moment, isn't it? I think it's, you know, the demand is just, it's just crazy. And I, I'm not sure that it's the economy that's affecting the supply completely. I think it's just natural that with such an increase in demand, you're saying that 40% of that age group, what's it, 25 to 34, 34 are wanting or a cleaner, then how can we possibly provide the de- fit that demand? I just don't know that we, we actually can. And it's quite an interesting situation because we can't fill that demand. We, uh, not just you and I, I mean, no. the cleaners across the country, there are not enough. So, so what happens? And at the moment we're seeing prices spiraling because yeah. they're just, like I was saying to you, I had a customer and my, my prices are quite high enough as they are. I had a customer offer to pay me double and I went, but my answer wasn't yes. My answer was all my customers would pay me double. Yeah. And that, I mean, when you actually say that and you realise that that's the situation at the moment, they will pay us double. And what do we do? No, the demand is just so crazy. I think the only answer is that we have to, we have to charge more. And maybe in the long term, this will be so good for the industry. We just have to weather this period of actually... Even if we doubled our prices, we still couldn't meet the demand. But long term, um, I think it will even itself out. But then when you tell me that forty percent, I don't know how. Because <laughs> we need to attract yeah. more people into yeah. the industry, don't yeah. we? And and the reality is, a lot of people are, you know, there's a real culture where people want to follow their dreams. They want to become a YouTube star. They want to become a gamer. Not many people go, I want the hands-on role of cleaning. No. So it, it it's it's an interesting culture there where I think cleaners. The best paid job in the medieval castle was the toilet cleaner. Maybe, maybe it's, that's what we do maybe again. Maybe that's what we're going to become. You know, I'm not going to be a knight. I'm going to be a yeah. toilet cleaner. So we, cleaner. we have to put our prices up and therefore wages um, are going to go up. But of course, wages going up is inflationary. So, yeah. So in conclusion? I'm not sure we have a conclusion. I'm not sure we have any answers on this podcast, but... Hopefully we're asking questions that we're all asking and trying to sort of work our way through it, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's got some really interesting points there. And and we would love feedback from people that have listened today, thought about it, definitely brought up some new points for us. Um, So I am going to wrap up for today. I hope you've all enjoyed it. Obviously, get in contact. We've got a Facebook page. Come and see us at DCBM. Um, and visit www.dcbn.org.uk and good luck with the cleaning business.